Hi, welcome to episode 630 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott. And after I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to release all the episodes in omnibus form. That's where I'm going to make all my money. In every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue with the Fantastic Four, starting with issue one and going all the way to issue 645. Today, it's Fantastic Four, volume five, number 13, released on November 19th, 2014. East of Eden, part five, by James Robinson and Leonard Kirk. I haven't mentioned this in a while, but the FF have been wearing those god-awful red outfits for the last 12 issues of this run. Ugh, they are the worst FF uniforms of all time. The cover to this issue proudly proclaims, Back in Blue. Can you blame them? Those red outfits, clearly bad luck for everybody. And the story begins at Camp Hammond, which is being attacked. We see some dead S.H.I.E.L.D. agents... And for some reason, Thor is there, and he's the one doing the attacking. The Future Foundation kids are joining the agents and trying to fight back. But you know, this is Thor, so good luck with that. Thor says, I bring thee Ragnarok. Oh, Ragnarok, a lighthearted, fun comedy adventure. I'm up for a little of that. Later, Jim Hammond, the original Human Torch, arrives, and he sees the devastation and the dead bodies, and he screams out, Who did this? And then the Submariner shows up, an old friend of Jim Hammond's, who he called because Franklin Richards has been taken. We see Alex Powers, whose arm is broken, and Dragon Man, who tells Namor that the person who did this was Thor. Of course, this is 2014, so it touches off a conversation about which Thor. So many Thors to choose from, so little time. They decide it's not the real Thor, or the Thor with a horse head, or the girl Thor or an AI Thor, no idea what that is, but they have a photo and it's clearly the Heroes Reborn Thor, but I don't think they know that. Back on New Eden, John Eden has Reed locked up in some kind of contraption that is stretching his arms and legs all over the room, which looks very uncomfortable. Not as uncomfortable as Thanksgiving last year after the election, but pretty uncomfortable. John Eden is joined by Iron Man, Thor, and Wonder Man from the Heroes Reborn universe. Ay, ay, ay. The return of the Heroes Reborn characters. And this book was cancelled. Shocking. Totally shocking. What John Eden wants from Reed is for him to do whatever he tells him to do. And if not, he's got his three helpers to help out. You know, to convince him. And, I have your children, he also says. And we see Franklin, Bentley, and the other kids being held captive by the other Heroes Reborn characters, such as the Vision, uh, some others, the Wizard is there, who seems to be getting chummy with Bentley, who's saying that he's happy to be a supervillain now, even though his buddy Franklin is being tortured. Back at Riker's Island prison, Ben is going over his escape plan with the Sandman. He says, step one starts when he's meeting with his lawyer, the She-Hulk, who mentions that his pen has a scrambler device, the writing pen, as a scrambler device 
that can keep that can stop people from eavesdropping on their conversations with bugs. Step two involves Scott Lang Ant-Man, who's agreed to outfight and outrun the subatomic defenses of Rikers Island, and then he's going to set off a pulse bomb, and Ben and Sandman have to be ready for that. So after the bomb goes off, Sandman has to create a sandstorm, even though haven't they taken away his powers? To create a, a bit of confusion. And then they have 37 seconds to escape down a supply tunnel, and we see that plan in action, and at the end of the tunnel, they encounter the She-Thing. Huh, let me see. The Sandman, uh, the Thing, versus the She-Thing. So, you think she's gonna stop him? Uh, no, no chance of that. She realizes, uh, she's not gonna stop anybody. She just lets them by and tells Ben, go get the bad guys. And then, they have to get through a wall, and Darla and the She-Hulk are there to help them through. They blow up, they blow out the wall. Once again, I'm always surprised to see Darla back. Like, why? Why? She's horrible. She's still in her weird she-thing suit with a glass bubble on her head. It's such a terrible look. And then the ship lands to get them all off the island. The door opens and Ben Grimm is surprised to see in the ship. It's, it's... Moon Knight! Okay, not really. But wouldn't that be cool if after all this time, Moon Knight finally did show up in the pages of Fantastic Four? Not gonna happen. The door opens... And Ben is surprised to see Medusa, which, not really a surprise because the rest of the characters from FF Volume 2 are there as well, so why not Medusa? As they escape, Ben asks that if he gets caught, what's the worst that can happen? They send him back to prison? Actually, the worst that can happen is they send all his friends back to prison too. So later, at a really fancy house on the California coast, Ben is hiding out with Sue and Johnny at a house that Sue says is owned by the Fantastic Four. Which is ridiculous. Like, they don't have one cop watching the house. Isn't that like the first rule of prison escapes, which is you have somebody go watch the house or houses that are owned by the escapee? Sue wants to know what Ben is planning next. Ben says he can't tell her because he says that if he's caught, it will ruin her chances of getting Franklin back from the S.H.I.E.L.D. custody. I think being an accessory to harboring a fugitive might already ruin those chances. They need to find Reed now, but a news report said that Reed died in that explosion at the end of last issue. But there's been no body, so we all know what that means. Sue knows what that means. No body means no dead person. They figured that Reed is still alive, they just have to find them. So before they go, they gotta suit up. Into those nasty red outfits? No. Sue realizes those red outfits are shit and bad luck. She opens a suitcase, she pulls out new uniforms with a newly designed 4 logo, and the outfits are blue now, which looks a whole lot better. You know, other than the 4 logo, it's the closest They've been to the original Jack Kirby outfits in a very long time. They put them on. Sue says, Let's go find Reed. And that is the end of the issue.
Ah, in the next issue of the Fantastic Four, will the rest of the FF find Reed? Will they find the kids? Will they find anybody? What is the secret of John Eden? Is he some old dick that we've seen before in disguise? Or is he some kind of new dick? What is the deal with the Heroes Reborn characters? Why are they back? And does Rob Liefeld get royalties for this shit? Find out in the next Fantastic Forecast, or not. And so, with that, I've got five more issues to go. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. You can download other episodes of iTunes or find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. Queen.